Welcome to the Inner Source Healing Podcast, the program about healing from toxic abuse. My name is Deborah Ashway. I am a licensed clinical mental health therapist and also a licensed clinical addiction specialist. But I have also been where you are now and have experienced the devastating effects of toxic abuse. It has been a long journey through the path of healing, but when we finally awaken from the trance that is so easy to fall into around toxic people, life can be absolutely amazing. It's like you can finally breathe and live and experience life in full, vivid, extraordinary color. And I wanna help people get there by healing from the dependency, the codependency, the trauma bonding, and the abuse. The healing process brings us through those long-standing false perceptions that held us back from experiencing a more fulfilling and meaningful life. This show is about becoming the observer, and that means paying attention without emotional attachment. And this is important for our well-being, and it's important to help so that we don't get wrapped up in trauma bonds. And it's very helpful for everything, for our health, for our anxiety, for a sense of self. Becoming the observer means becoming more aware of yourself, your emotions, your responses, and how you interpret your experiences. It requires stepping outside of yourself and really becoming curious about the situation from a non-judgmental place, like a scientist would do um, when observing an event. And it also means becoming curious about other people's reactions. And you wanna do that again from a non-judgmental place, just like a scientist would do when observing an event. If we look at the world through an observing perspective, then it decreases our emotional investment in things. It also increases our level of self-awareness. So that self-observing eye or the ability to introspect is something that people along the dark triad or most cluster B personalities disorders lack. They don't have that ability. They lack the ability to observe themselves and therefore they cannot self-correct. So introspection is your superpower. You are emotionally mature enough to look within. And I'm not saying it's easy. It's not. It is not easy. It's difficult and it's painful. But the power behind it is significant. And the benefits, it is well worth the pain. The benefits way outweigh the discomfort. Getting aligned with our truest, highest self is the most important thing that we can do. After being in a toxic relationship, we we become disconnected from our highest self because we were subtly conditioned to depend on the toxic partner. This happened over time. And they did this because they need that dependence from you in order to control you. Remember, control is one of the main supplies for narcissists, sociopaths, or anyone along that dark triad. They use manipulative tactics, They use whatever they can to get you to believe that you must rely on them, which of course detaches you from your connection to your own inner wisdom, which always knows what's best for you. And after a while, you start to feel like you need them for personal validation. Over time, you find it more and more difficult to make decisions because every time you did, there were negative consequences from them. Pretty much each and every time. You were also told that 
your experiences were not really how you remembered them or interpret them. Like, that's not what happened. You might hear that a lot. Or I didn't say that. And you came to feel like you couldn't even really trust your own senses, which further isolates you from yourself and others. Because if you can't trust your own intuition or your own senses, how can you trust others? How can you trust the world around you? So you no longer understand their motives or their intentions, anybody, because you begin to feel like you can't even trust your own interpretation of your world, let alone your memory or your ability to make decisions. Your world becomes fear-filled, anxious, stressful, and the only one who can guide you, you believe, is the one who turned you away from yourself. And this is why it is so important to reconnect back to your truest, wisest self. We need to be able to trust our own wisdom. And that comes from our intuition, not from other people, from us, from our gut. It takes practice and it takes time like anything else, but there are a few things that you can do to help the process. There's a five-step practice for self-observation. One, let go of the usual doing. Whatever you're doing, whatever you normally do, just let go of that. Two, create unfulfilled space for silence without distractions. Three, do nothing except just be there and observe. Observe your thoughts. Listen. Feel. Pay attention. Four, collect data from your observation. Maybe you might want to keep a journal of it. You might want to note it down. And five, consider what you want to do with the insights. Consider what you want to do with what you've learned. Notice all the sensations that you feel and notice all the things that interfere with your attention, all the things that pull your focus away from even simple things like breathing, all the thoughts that come into your head, all the distractions. Notice those. Pay attention to those. Note those too. Imagine that your body sensations, your thoughts, and your feelings are just waves of energy, like the waves of energy that move through the ocean, causing a variation of currents, rises and falls in the water, sometimes angry waves, sometimes gentle, calm, playful waves, and other times waves so perfect that you can sense the harmony in their structure. But the water is not the waves. The energy moving through the water creates the waves. Just as you are not your thoughts, your feelings, or your sensation, but rather these are currents of energy moving through you. So observe them without engaging. Simply notice them until they pass, because they will pass. Everything passes, good and bad. It's easy to get caught up in certain moments and become anxious or overwhelmed. It's just as getting caught up in a riptide. The best thing to do in a riptide is just to float, not fight it, until it eventually passes and then you're no, you're no longer caught up in it. So practicing this in difficult situations helps create a sense of detachment. And especially when you're around somebody who frequently causes turmoil because of their own instability and need for control. So becoming an observer of them too is important. Don't engage in their battle. Just watch with curiosity. Observing is more of a passive act. We don't have to do anything. We literally do nothing while observing except notice and become aware. Introspection is a little more active because it means 
not just observing how we react to things, but how it impacts us through our personality, as well as our impact on others. We examine our thoughts and our feelings and our emotional state. Our emotions are our guidance system, but they go through the filter of our thoughts, which creates a mental state. And this is where we get caught right here. We get caught because we have more control over our thoughts, or we actually can control our thoughts sometimes if we try. It's kind of like we have a choice when we get caught up in a riptide. It might not feel like it because it might feel like we are being carried away and, and our instinct sometimes tells us that we need to swim as hard as we can to get out of it. So it is counterintuitive or it might be counterintuitive, but the best thing we can do is to choose to not swim, choose to do nothing and just float. We have to let go and trust that the pull of the current will pass and it does. Same with our thoughts. We have to let go and choose not to hold on to it for, for too long. And this is where observation helps because observation is passive. Just notice when someone is using one of the manipulative tactics to try to get you to do something to feed their supply, our initial reaction is to fight it or to try to get them to stop or to see what they're doing so that they will change and stop, not do it anymore. We have no more control over that than we do a rip current. We use the term gray rocking to deal with someone who's engaged in manipulation tactics. And that means to make yourself as uninteresting and as boring as possible so that they receive absolutely nothing from you. They are no longer getting supply from you. And it makes it difficult for them to even engage you in an argument. So think of a rock in the middle of um, where, like off the coast of the beach where the tides go around it after a while it becomes smooth but it's not really budging it's just there believe me the toxic behaviors and the people who use them the manipulation they actually do sometimes want you in an argument because to them that is a form of attention if they can suck you into disagreeing with them or arguing with them they have your full attention and that's what they want they also have a sense of control because they know that they can push your buttons and get you to react. They control you. And when you gray rock them or you give them no resistance and you also give them nothing in return, you are letting go of the battle and this gives them nothing. This is a good time to just observe their behavior. Watch how they try to suck you back in. Pay attention to the buttons that they go after and what they, which buttons they're trying to push. And try not to react. Just pay attention to your body's signals and your thoughts and what emotions are arising. This is your clue to what areas within you need more focus and more healing. Because these are the areas that they will continue to use against you in order to control you. There's an acronym that you can use to remember how to do this. Think of strong arm, A-R-M, attention, reflection, and memory. Attention. Pay attention to your body's signals and to your thoughts, to your gut, to your emotions, and all the sensations. R, reflect. Reflect on the information that's observed. Where do you feel it the most? What seems to be hit the hardest? What are the thoughts that follow? And M, memory. Commit this to memory. 
Try to retain this information that was collected. And like I said before, it helps to keep a journal of events, write down the day, the time, and maybe a few details about the event, including how you interacted or didn't interact. You can also include your feelings, but do this from an observer standpoint without judgment. It's normal to have a cringe reaction sometimes to our own behaviors. And in fact, if you do find yourself having that cringe reaction, be grateful for that because that's another thing that people along the dark triad or the very emotionally immature people miss. They don't have that cringe reaction. Instead, they have a shrug reaction. If they do something wrong, they shrug. When we do something wrong, we cringe and that serves us to self-correct. This is one of those body signals that helps us. It is our superpower because remember, those who lack emotional maturity do not have this very important ability which keeps them stuck and stunted emotionally and spiritually. They don't have that cringe reaction. So when they do something incorrectly that causes pain in somebody else, they shrug and this will never serve them. So notice the cringe, be thankful for it, because this means you're not like them. When you have that cringe reaction, you are not like them. Even if they try to make you feel like you're the narcissist or you're the toxic one, because they do, when you have that cringe reaction, you will know that you don't. You will know that you are not like them. You do have the ability to feel what others feel, which means you have a much stronger intuition and creativity and you have that self-observing eye. You are the one doing the healing. So you are the one evolving emotionally and spiritually. You can be connected to that light, that inner wisdom, and all that they try to steal from you. So be patient while things are unfolding for you. Trust that they are. Separate yourself from the toxic entanglement. Let go and become the observer. Thank you for listening to the Inner Source Healing Podcast. It is important to give yourself the self-compassion that you deserve. And remember that your feelings matter. If you want more information or if you want to contact me, please visit my website at www.innersourcetherapy.com.